Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip again. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, kind of a long day today. Uh, I know I've done the podcast before on Don't Worry. I looked back on it and found that I was certain I had done it. Um, but today was a day a lot of a lot of worry and. And uh, and anticipation, I guess you might say. A good friend of mine, let's just call him Wade. He knows who I'm talking about. Had to go um, for some scans today. He's had some issues. He's a previous cancer survivor and things hadn't been going too well lately and got called back in but but you know um i say that don't worry and faith you know faith is goes hand in hand with don't worry and how do we handle that you know um it's an easy thing to say it's not so easy when you're the one going through it is it I remember years ago, I lost a job, and it was really hard when you you got a family. I had two girls, small children, house, bills, um, you know, they, they don't stop coming. You lose your job, the bills don't stop coming. And then, if you're like most people in the world today, we we don't have, we should have, but we don't all have uh, a cash reserve to carry us too far. And... Um, Like I said, the bills keep coming. And in my case, you know, um, I remember we uh, decided the lesser of the things that we could cut loose was a car um, because we could borrow a car from my parents. And uh, so we uh, called the finance company and told them that I remember, I remember exactly where I was when I called that day. I said to the lady, I said, I had lost my job, and I had kids to feed and keep the roof over our heads, and the car was the one thing that we could let go of. But I could make a half a payment until my next paycheck came in. And that woman told me, Sorry, sir. I don't care that you lost your job. I don't care about your house or your family. We want our money. I won't tell you what I said to that woman that day because that was that was a dark time for me. But I rest assured it was not something I'm proud of. 
but how do we handle our worry? You know, your health is something that you really, really depend on. I mean, money and a job is one thing. If your house is okay for a while or you got a place to stay, your health is the main thing. If, if your health goes, all goes. If you've got children, it, it affects more than just you. And if your family is um, dependent upon your income and you can't work because of this issue with your health, that's, that's another mitigating circumstance, isn't it? So, I, I, you know, I sat here on my porch doing a little research on worry and stuff, and I came up with these two sets of verses. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. And you know, that's so true. It's so true. We, we're human. We can't not worry but we can not be consumed by the worry. I spent much time in prayer today for my friend and had him on my mind all day. But ultimately, I had to let my request be made known to God, right? I had to put it in God's hands. His will is going to be done no matter what. You know, I, <laughs> it's funny how we put things in, in human perspective and in images of cartoons, but, you know, in, in the military we have these patches that we wear on our sleeves. These uh, We call them fun meters. And, you know, it's... One way is uh, to the left is red and to the right is green. The more fun you're having, the greener it gets, you know, or, you know, whatever. But I wonder <laughs> if we get to heaven and we're going to see these prayer meters, you know. And there's going to be people's names under them and it says prayer, you know, and it's, and it's pegging to the positive sign for the people praying or if they're just bottomed out to the left nobody's praying you know I wonder if God's sitting up there looking okay okay over there for Chip now he's he's got three quarters they're up a while they're up a margin you know he's getting more prayers oh he's off today he's starting down down below a half <laughs> I don't know I don't know. But all I do well, what I do know is we have to put it in God's hands. It's it's out of our control. But we're compelled and and God tells us to pray 
let it be known. Let God know that we care, that we want somebody to be taken care of. But don't be anxious. Don't be consumed. Don't don't let it ruin your day that you can't do anything else but worry about what's happening. First Peter 5 6 and 7 says, "Therefore humble humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Give it to God. Give it to God. You know, there's some things been going on in my life recently. And as much as any of us, you know, we wish that we could sit down and have a face-to-face with God and say, Hey, all right, God, what are we going to do today? You know, I'm thinking maybe I'm going to go over here at this church and throw in a resume. What, you, what do you think I should do? Nah, Chip, I, I think today I want you to hang out down at, uh, down in... You know, at the cafe on the corner, I got a couple of guys that are going to swing by, and I want you to talk to them. But maybe tomorrow you can go over to that church. There's going to be somebody there, and I'll tell you when to go. But that's not the way it works, is it? We don't have that luxury. But we can. We can talk to him. And we can listen to the things around us. We can listen to our friends. You know, there was a, I wish I knew where it was. I read a long time ago. There was a research done in a hospital. And the doctors said that of all their patients that had a faith, a, a prayer network, a support group, those are the patients that ultimately fared better than the ones who didn't. People that have a prayer network, a prayer group, a faith base, a, a belief in a higher power had a higher success rate, healing rate in the hospital than others. And I think I told you once a while back that I got called to the hospital as a chaplain to go speak to a man who they had taken off life support and his family. And I walked in the room and the people were gathered around the bed and he said, who are you? I said, I'm the chaplain. I was told you may need me. They've taken him off life support. He said, no, we don't need you. He said, that's one of the most upright Christian men we've ever known. The patriarch of our family. And he's getting his reward. He's about to go home. 
And you know I was in shock to see such faith for the people. And that's the way it should be. It's the way it should be. Nobody wants to die. I, I, I really don't know how unsaved people get through life. I just, I can't comprehend it. Not knowing what awaits you or an, an eternity in darkness, hell, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But for me, it's, I'm not afraid of dying. I don't want to die right now. I got grandbabies. My buddy Wade doesn't want to die right now. He's got children he wants to see up, see grow up and have babies, have him grandbabies. But, but we are right with our Creator. We know what awaits us. It's not going to get worse. It's going to be better. Get a brand new body, a family reunion. Every question I've ever had will be answered. I'll get to meet Adam and Eve and slap both of them for eating that apple. I'll get to meet Moses and say, hey, what was it like? What was it like uh, splitting the sea? I get to meet Noah. It must have been horrible having to shut the door on humanity. Can you imagine? I mean, it'll take me an eternity just to get all my questions answered. But but what do we do? We can't get them answered now. We can't we can't get everything figured out now. We have to put our faith in God. We have to. We absolutely have to. You can't be a Christian, say you're a Christian, and not put your faith in God. It's not possible. You're not lukewarm. If you're going to be a Christian, you have to put your faith in God. Peter, what did he do? He put his faith in God and he stepped out of the boat. He didn't put one foot on the water and hang on to the side of the boat like a kid around the edge of the swimming pool. He went all out. Trusting in God, casting your cares upon Him means if I go to the hospital today, whatever the outcome, God already knows. He's a winner. I'm a winner. My buddy Wade's a winner. That is the beauty of being a true, repentant believer.
in Jesus Christ. You know, I thought I had a grasp of things and knew what was going on until my wife killed herself. I thought I knew what believing in God was and having faith until my wife killed herself. And let me tell you something. You've heard the saying, don't sweat the small stuff. Well, when you've lost someone that close to you that you really, really are connected with, you'll realize that it's all the small stuff. Nothing in life can bring anyone back. No, no amount of clothes that you keep, no pictures, no matter how much you pray to God and ask for Him to bring them back from the dead, nothing will bring your loved ones back. But the peace of Christ surpasses all understanding. And I'm going to leave you on that. I hope that y'all can find that peace. It's a long, hard journey. And it's something that you have to work at. It doesn't come overnight, and it doesn't come easy. But I guarantee you, once you find it, you'll never be the same. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless you.